0: Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's curd and law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. running game not working is the running game not working because the offensive line isn't blocking well is the running game not working because of who's running the football is the running game not working because of play design and situation uh what would you say
2: I would say uh it's funny because we're coming off like their best rushing game of the year uh (laughs) I mean they had been very very bad and it was even like it was if you looked at their numbers before contact this is the number that I keep I keep trotting out with well, their running game before this game their best rushing game was against the Broncos in week one they had one rushing yard before contact that means like all of their all of the production came after they were hit there's no movement up front and so to me that's the big thing they they got some lanes against the Broncos but even then I don't know that I saw a whole lot of there were some climbing to the second level for like the first time this year so for the most part they're even if it's successful they're opening gaps up front they're creating no movement they're not climbing anything to the the second level like you can't that was the thing with the lions like they tried to do the run they couldn't and so there's only so much you can do when you can't create movement you can't block guys like that's kind of okay what, what do we have now? We can't create holes. We can't create movement. We can't cr- come to a second level. We're putting the, all of that on our running backs. And I don't care who, how good your running back is, unless it's like prime priest Holmes or something. like You're going to have a tough time sledding with there. So I think Jones being back helps because there are some of the, the outside toss stuff they can do. They've got the, the pin pull out of shotgun that they'll kind of do that quick toss off to one side, You know, find a lane, he'll come right. back there. That's a very good concept for them. That was very good for them last year. Uh, Dylan had a nice run on that this past week, but that's typically a Jones thing. So I think you're hampered a little bit in terms of what you can run, what you can call when it's A.J. Dillon. I know we saw um, uh, Wilson out there a decent amount this past week as well. And Jones still obviously is not 100%. I don't know what his snaps are on the game, but he clearly is still not 100%. He's on a pitch count. But the the main thing, I think it's 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 offensive line. The even – even on the games where the offensive line has been good. It's mainly a bit in pass protection. They, they, I don't think they've had a good run blocking game again, maybe this past week, I've not looked at it close enough yet. uh, But when the line cannot create movement on, they can't climb like you're hampered in terms of what you're going to be able to do. That's always going to be limited. That's 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 the, that's the number one issue for this running game.
1: Let's talk about uh, the defensive side of the ball, uh, because again, Joe Barry gets hammered a lot, but that defense hasn't been giving up necessarily a ton of points uh, as of late, but then you see, you know, different people on Twitter breaking down the film. And I saw one today down the goal line that was a touchdown and got called back because of a penalty. And you've got multiple tight ends and an extra lineman for the Broncos. Uh, and the Packers are a nickel uh, at the goal line. And everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, okay, so you didn't it- give up a lot of points and you were on the... And Rajul Douglas said it great. He's like, okay, fine. You can say our offense sucks and whatever, but we had the lead. They gave us the lead. All we had to do was get them off the field and we win the football game. Regardless of how bad you think our offense is, we have to be able to make those stops. And they weren't. But how much of that... I mean, you're watching the film more than I am, obviously. How much of them getting off the field is being put in bad predicaments by Joe Barry in down in situation as much as it is them you know, air mailing tackles and missing guys and and so forth.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it all, it all becomes a problem. Um, I, I mean, I do think the personnel stuff that's very easy to point to. It's like, listen, if you don't have the right personnel package out there, uh, then your guys are not in a position to succeed. So that's part of it. I mean, I do think they, they've had some issues and obviously they've had some injuries. Um, you know, I think Savage was playing well. Savage went down, um, which then you have, you know, Jonathan Owens out there instead. Which I don't know that he played terribly, but Savage had been playing relatively well. Like it's just I, I don't. I think it's twofold. They don't have necessarily the best personnel to kind of run some of this stuff, but also they're not putting him in the best position to succeed. And and I was excited about the defensive line coming into the year, as excited as you can be about a Packers defensive line. I guess uh, I was I was excited to see what they could do. I thought they had some guys up front. Some of those guys aren't performing like you would hope and why why it went down early. But then some of those guys, like they, they're they not out there in the position that maybe they should be out there. So I think it's a generic answer. I think everything plays into it. I think they're, they're not necessarily matching personnel in the way they should be, but also I think guys are not necessarily performing in the way
1: that you'd hope they'd be either. How much better do we think this defense actually is if it's a defensive different defensive coordinator? I brought this up. I was at last week or whatever, because uh, there's this report out about Rex Ryan possibly replacing Vance Joseph and <laughs> Denver or whatever Pat McAfee put out there. And I said, okay, so Rex Ryan versus Joe Barry, you know, what, what, what about that? Would you rather have Rex Ryan than Joe Barry at this point? Now again, to what we just talked about, right? That's a former head coach that had success with the Jets, got to conference championship games over and over again, whatever. But this is a guy. He's not going to deal with the floor coming and telling him what to do at halftime of a game. That's not going to fly. So, you know, If you were to bring in a Rex Ryan, you get the gray hair, you get the former head coach, you get the experience, you get the guy that's going to be fiery and screaming and yelling and getting guys all jacked up every game to play and all of that. But LaFleur has to be okay with, that's his side of the ball, leave him alone, and that's your side of the ball in offense, and you leave Matt alone. And As long as we all agree with how this is going to work, I think it could work. My question just is, is the talent as good as we as a Packer fan base thinks they are, uh, or is it on the coaching, like the Packer fan base thinks it is.
2: Yeah, I go again. Some of this, I, I go with the, kind of what I say with the offensive side of the ball is coach the players you have. Like to me, this this defense with the speed and some of the guys they have. Obviously, Jair wasn't out there, but we know Rasul wants to take risks. We know Rasul wants to play downhill. We know Savage is fast. We know he can play physical. He wants to play downhill. Like you've got guys, you've got Kenny Clark who can slice through the line. Like you've got these guys who I think can play fast, can play downhill. This has been uh, it's, this has been my issue with barry more than any of the personnel stuff is is they play they play a brand of defense that i don't particularly like is this this passive you know bend but don't break because then they end up breaking and this year they'd been better because last year the problem was is bend don't break but then they're also giving up because the whole thing is like you keep it in front of you make the tackles well last year they're missing the tackles and they're also breakdowns on the back side and so they were just giving up explosives due to breaks and coverage i think this year they've been better against tackling i've not looked at the numbers and i think they've been better uh not giving up big plays over the top of their heads the problem is that they still just they're giving up long drives because they play passive i like the right. um this was in a uh a Fritz Schirmer book that I read. And he always talked about, like, keep it keep it as simple as you can so your guys can play fast. They can recognize they can attack. That's the kind of defense that I feel like the personnel is there for, this play downhill, attacking, aggressive defense. And they don't have that. I mean, if you want to say specifically Rex Ryan, uh, I mean, I do think, again, like to the offensive side, I think having a guy who's a former head coach or at least has been around for a while to kind of just defensive side's yours, man, just run this. Uh, and then I won't tell you what to do. You won't tell me what to do. I think that's the best route. Now, I, I have hesitations about Rex Ryan, a guy who's not coached in like five years coming in and doing that. But I do think as someone who has established a little more in the league that has been around, I'm not always the biggest fan of, of bringing retreads in, but I think this is the case that calls for it. I think you need someone who you can just say, defensive side of the ball is yours. I don't care what you do. We will have conversations about it during the week, but during the game, I don't care. That's yours. I run the offense. You run the defense. I think that's the best step forward. And then you need could someone.
1: Could you imagine to train Could you? Right. Could you imagine training camp? Could you imagine training camp? Because he's going <laughs> to want that defense to kill the offense. Like th- there ain't going to be no two ways about this. So either your young offense is going to figure it out or we're going to eat you for lunch. Like that. That, to me, would be highly entertaining at training camp because LaFleur's not that guy, but LaFleur is very competitive. And you've seen more emotion from Matt LaFleur this year than you've ever seen from Matt LaFleur in the past. And I'm trying to figure out in my head, is it good or is it bad that now we get emotional Matt LaFleur now that he's struggling and has a young team? Like, is it a good look for the locker room? Is this this different Matt LaFleur? And again, a lot of these guys weren't here prior to this but some of these guys like Kenny Clark and stuff are probably like, who the hell is this guy? Like th- this dude was not this dude before. I-, I just, I I wonder how that plays in the locker room with the way he's acted to this point.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. And that's the thing. Like the, it does, how much of that carries over the locker room versus how much is sideline and, and yeah, how much of those guys need it. I mean, for our coach, I mean, the biggest thing for a coach is not only the team, but you coach the guys that you have. That, that's one of the biggest things is you, you're coaching differently. Your coach style difference uh, it differs depending on who you're talking to. One guy might need tough love. One might get. One guy might need a shoulder to cry on. Like it's a, a confidant. Like it just. It depends on the guys you're coaching. So how much of that is sideline heat of the moment versus how much of that is like locker room during the week? Because that, I mean that can be. I will say like if you look at teams that have lost and then the coaches lost the locker room. Sometimes that is a guy being way too hard on his team and. Uh, and just screaming and yelling. And those guys say, I don't know what else you want me to do. And they, they turn on the coach and they just stop caring a little bit. Like we have seen that before, but I will say again, with not being in the locker room, I have no idea. We'll say we see the little floor on the sideline and he's, there's more emotion. And he's mad and he's upset. And I mean, I don't know he has every right to be, I think, but then you see him at the podium afterwards and he is constantly, constantly putting stuff on him. That is not on him. He's it, he, that's been him the entire time he's been in Green Bay. This is on me. That was a bad play call. Like that wasn't a bad play call. It was bad, bad execution. This this isn't your fault uh, for a lot of this. But he will he will constantly put the blame on him to deflect from his players every opportunity he does at the podium. So which guy is that in the locker room? Which guy is that during the week? We really don't know.